Good morning. This is Dr. Gwen, and today is April 28, uh, 2007. I wanted to talk a little bit about clinical trials. There's an in interesting report that I'm going to share, and it's called Clinical Trials. Is the gold standard good enough? Flooded with new health information every week, patients and their doctors look for ways to sort the best from the rest. The gold standard for medical studies is the randomized uh, control trial, or RCT, where patients are randomly sorted into groups to compare different types of treatment for the same condition. But just like paper money, these valuable health studies are only as golden as the data that back them up. Three new reviews in the latest issue of the Cochrane Library offer a behind-the-scenes look at how RCTs and major research reviews come together. The Cochrane Library is a publication of the Cochrane Col Collaboration, an international organization that evaluates medical research. Systematic reviews draw evidence-based conclusions about medical practice after considering both the content and quality of existing medical trials on a topic. You can probably hear my bird in the background, so just um, I have a little Amazon. Uh, let me grab him so um, I can continue talking. Okay. Sorry about that. Sam um, is my little Amazon, and he has to be with me all the time. And usually when I'm talking, he wants to uh, participate. Anyway, back to this report. The first new review asks, are randomized control trials risky for patients? Some patients are uneasy about participating in a random control trial, or an RCT, because they feel like guinea pigs, undergoing what they see as an unproven treatment and possibly getting worse care than they might outside of a trial. But the evidence suggests RCT patients are not putting their health at risk. Dr. Gunn Elizabeth Visit, Vist and colleagues compared the, the health outcomes of more than 30,000 patients treated in an RCT with more than 20,000 similar patients outside of a trial who received the same treatment. The two groups of patients fared similarly, which means that participating in an RCT is unlikely to be harmful. Um, Vist and colleagues also found no strong evidence that patients in an RCT received better than normal care. Dr. James Lupowitz, an orthopedic surgeon and director of the Taos Orthopedic Institute in New Mexico, says some patients might feel drawn to trials by the idea that the treatments tested in them are um, experimental. Patients might think certain procedures are state-of-the-art because they're newer and perhaps hyped, when in fact the newer procedure is not validated or proven, which is why you're doing the study in the first place. Lupowitz is participating in four RCT notes, and he calls the work personally gratifying and intellectually stimulating. Still, other doctors can be reluctant to recruit patients for trials. In a second Cochrane review, a group led by Dr. Jennifer Rendell of the University of Oxford discovered that many doctors are leery of participating in RCTs because they feel participation might have a negative effect on the doctor-patient relationship. In the review of 11 studies, the authors also found that clinicians who agree to join a trial because they knew the researchers behind the study were actually less likely to recruit, recruit patients than those who joined the trial for other reasons. Rendell and colleagues called the finding counterintuitive, noting that researchers need to be alert to the possibility that some clinicians may feel obligated to sign up to a trial without necessarily being motivated to recruit. 
Most systematic reviews of the medical literature, including the Cochrane reviews, depend mainly on studies published in journals for their data. But reviewers ignore a slew of gray literature from conference abstracts, unpublished dissertations, and government reports at their peril, says Dr. Sally Hopewell of the UK Cochrane Center and colleagues in a third new review. Reviews based only on published studies can show bias because those trials with significant or interesting results are more likely to be published than those trials with non-significant, non-interesting results. Published trials tend to be larger and show an overall greater treatment effect than gray trials. The reviewers found in three of the studies they examined, the average treatment effects were 9% larger in trials published in journals than in gray trials. The Cochrane Collection is an international independent organization that produces and disseminates systematic reviews of healthcare interventions and promotes the search for evidence in the form of clinical trials and other studies of an intervention. Um, here's their website, which is one that you really want to be sure to bookmark, particularly for any studies that you're looking at and to gather more information. And it's uh, www.cochrane, and that's C-O-C-H-R-A-N-E.org. I decided to share this in my education podcast because I think it is important that we talk about the concept of significance versus non-significant findings. It is true. I've often thought it would be nice to have a journal that was dedicated to studies that are non-significant, but nonetheless still somewhat important. Um, I think this study illustrates, uh, this report illustrates the fact that we, most of our journals are biased in that they only want significant findings reported. This, what's not even discussed in here is the possibility of fraud and um, bad science, uh, in, in that many, the data could be actually manipulated so that because of the publish or perish concept or, or whatever. So I think it is important that we look at research and uh, we look at particularly in clinical trials that there may be other evidence supporting the use of whatever medication or treatment or so on. And uh, Maybe we need to educate our consumers as well as our clinicians as to, uh, as well as our publishers, as to um, looking at the data in, in a different light than and the purely statistically significant um, the paradigm of the quantitative world. And this is where nursing research, I think, has done outstanding work in looking at qualitative methods and um, nursing interventions and so on. But this, this does cause you to, to think. I, I actually worked as a director of education at a hospital system where physicians were arms of several NIH studies and yes, they were involved in recruiting the patients, but they are not researchers. And um, it is concerning that there might be a, re- a change in the relationship if a, if a patient is involved in a clinical trial um, under the care of that physician. So, you know, it, I think this opens up um, a, lot of in, a lot of speculation and opens up a dialogue that we need to have, particularly in nursing research. Um, but be sure you bookmark Cochrane.org and uh, educate yourself about this and become more familiar with what's going on in clinical research trials. Anyway, have a, uh, this, this is Saturday. Have a great weekend. I wish you well. I'm happy to hear from you at Gwen at DrGwen.com. And take good care of yourself. And I guess that's all I have for today. This is Dr. Gwen. Bye now. <laughs>